0: For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync... Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
1: What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean,
2: how's it going? I'm doing good, Connor. You were halfway through that intro when I realised, oh, okay, the show is starting. Okay, time to pay attention.
1: (laughs) There was a moment in your eyes where it was just pure fear. It just, yeah, suddenly
2: it it hit me. I was like, oh no, I have to perform now. After 199 episodes, I'm surprised. Well, (laughs) not again. (laughs) I'm hitting my dip right about episode 200. (laughs) And then I'll have a redemption arc going up to episode I, 300. I
1: think 200 to 250 is going to be the weakest.
2: I just oh, think we take it easy. Just get ready for that now, just listeners. Get
1: ready for a whole basic year of mediocrity. Just coasting. People think they've got nothing left. 50 to 300, I'm thinking we
2: knock
1: it out of the ballpark.
2: Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be like uh, <laughs> like if DC made a good movie. Yeah, that's what oh, it's going to be like.
1: very on topic, Sean, because look, I want to pre-warn everyone. Once again, this week, we do have more DC news. It's mostly a follow on of like fallout from oh.
2: last week's news. They are the company that keeps on giving, though, in terms of headlines.
1: <laughs> and I feel like if we don't talk about it, like it's the big news story and people are going to be like, they're just avoiding it because they don't want to say the same line of "Jesus DC what what
2: what what's going on there? The, could on. you not do better, lads. Would that not be on the cards?
1: <laughs> maybe I'm just built different, but I do so I'm different.
2: <laughs> just yeah, maybe I'm an outside thinker here. But what if? <laughs> We did our best.
1: <laughs> what if we did something else? <laughs> um, so, so this is if, if this is your first episode of Movie Mondays, or maybe your 299th or 199th or whatever it is, And um, if you could give us a like and review whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on, it would really help us out. But Sean, we got to start off this week with Ezra Miller, who okay. just will not go away. And Warner Brothers have now come out strong, because for the last few weeks... We're taking right. Batgirl gets cancelled, so Ezra's yeah. still there. I want to give a shout out to Danny McLaughlin, one of our patrons, who oh, yes, very yeah. kindly informed us that we were actually using the wrong pronouns for Ezra Miller. So we do apologise mm-hmm. for for that. Um, if we fuck up again, I do apologise. But we are going to be
2: trying. <laughs> to like, no, we are going to do our very best. Like it's it's something we should have known going into those yeah. stories. Um, so and thank really you anyone to anyone Danny as friends. well. For, and thank for, you. For, for bringing that to our attention. If there's ever anything like that in the future uh, that we're just being idiots about, just, like let us know and we will change we it. Assume as as we
1: assume we're wrong. Can. We just assume it. Our default state is we're like, incorrect. We're yeah, definitely right. We don't know what we're doing.
2: But so we're going to try and be better about that going forward.
1: Yeah, exactly. So Warner Brothers have reportedly, they're reportedly considering three options for Ezra Miller's <laughs> The Flash movie. <laughs>
2: Okay, I just hope it's like they—they they have like like Jeff Johns is at a desk and there's like three envelopes, marked one, <laughs> two, three, and he's just hovering over each of them.
1: <laughs> now I don't know if you've heard, Sean, but Ezra Miller has been doing some crazy things <laughs>
2: recently. The, the stories keep coming about just various felonies that that they've committed over the last month. <laughs> like I saw a thing and it was just like Ezra Miller is like just an NPC that pops up, causes havoc and leaves.
1: And um, basically like Grand Theft Auto five stars constantly. That's yes. just just the most amount of havoc at all times. Well, the Hollywood Reporter has indicated that the three paths hinge on whether the embattled actor seeks help for the issues behind the legal troubles they've faced in recent years and more likely recent weeks.
2: <laughs> it is mainly the last few weeks that it's been an issue. So that's if Ezra's like, OK, I'm going to go to like rehab or therapy and stuff like that. Then they'll keep the Flash Keep the Flash movie with Ezra in it. Mm. Is that the um, that, that, so? That, the three like options are:
1: the, the first option would see the actor try and secure some counselling and then give an interview in the future explaining their erratic behaviour. After, after that period, Miller could do some small press for the Flash before it opens in theatres.
2: That's grim. That's a <laughs> like. I look. I I hope they get the help that they need. Yeah. But, also, I don't think you should try and promo this movie. It's going to be a fucking train wreck. Like I, that I throw Norton this in, like,
1: this is like Kevin Spacey. Like, him trying to do that weird fucking PR role where he was, like, in weird videos talking to the
2: camera, and everyone was like, oh, Kevin, no. (laughs) Read the room, brother. Any time there's any kind of scandal or crimes that have been committed... (laughs) Specifically crimes. I wouldn't build your, like like your last fucking hope of a franchise. I wouldn't build it all upon that very, very, like, tenuous link, you know? Now,
1: look, the other two options aren't nearly as rosy, Sean, is what we will say. Because right. Scenario 2 would see Warner Brothers Discovery still choose to release the film, but the star would do no press for the Flash.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, look, from a, like... PR point of view, that's awful to not have like the the star of the film. Also be on the press awful talk.
1: for the other actors in the movie because imagine oh, yeah. you are sitting in a room for ten hours as every single reporter
2: comes in and go. What was Ezra like on set? Did you see this coming? It's a bit weird. But would they even do that? Because like the way comic book movie interviews go is that they all ask the same nine banal questions and then there's one weird one about what superhero would you be if you couldn't be the Flash. Choose which one's most likely to on the set. Which crime would you commit?
1: (laughs) Everyone picks Ezra for all
2: of them. Yeah just the most chaos but like from a, a... a damage control perspective, I suppose you would just be not putting Ezra in the spotlight anymore. And maybe that's mm. what needs to happen is just like distance the Flash from Ezra and then get Grant Gustin in to answer all the questions.
1: The about the, the, Flash. Issue, the issue I have with that plan is like, like I said, I think it does put the other people who are in this movie and have not committed any crimes. They've done nothing wrong, I assume, um, yeah. that they they're just kind of doing their job. And they just got it in, put into a movie with just a menace, and now yeah. I feel like they have to pay for the sins of the lead actor. That's true, but because there's you, no uh, way to counteract it, like they're not, they're not putting like an NDA on it, being like you're not allowed talk. Unless they did, the, unless they got like hmm. an
2: injunction out that like it can't be mentioned in the press. What else
1: do you talk about,
2: dude? <laughs> How flashpoint is a seminal story in DC Comics?
1: It's like the house is on fire and you're like, ask me about the curtains. What's the curtains like?
2: Like at the back of all this and on a much lower level, it's that, like, the whole DC universe, what is it at this point? No one can answer that question. So uh, aside from all the, the Ezra stuff going on, it's like, okay, well, who's Superman? Who's, is there, will there be a Batman? Does Batgirl matter? Now that it's been cancelled, did that have any connection to anything ever?
1: So, option two would also mean that Ezra Miller would no longer move forward as a hero in as the Flash. What they're going to turn Ezra they, into a villain? <laughs> I think they're taking of They bring in somebody else to play the role. Um, Now, of course, we also have number three, the nuclear option, Sean. Um, The the nuclear option is very similar to the Batgirl option, is what it's Ah. called. Um, It basically means that they will shelve the Flash, and the movie costs $200 million, and is their biggest blockbuster they've done for several years. It's the one they've basically been relying everything on, and there's a chance they could shelve it. I don't know if they will, but... Imagine. The
2: fact that it's even being considered is insane. Like, it's, (laughs) they would lose so, like, they would lose everything. I think you'd have to start from scratch. Like, let Shazam 2 and Black Adam happen and then just start again. But like you know?
1: that's crazy. Like I lose twenty euro and I am mad for a weak shot. These people are going to spend two hundred million dollars <laughs>
2: on this. I mean, yeah, like, we'll just scrap it. It's fine. And who? Like, I wonder whose fault it will be deemed to be. Because I like, mean, you, no, no, it's definitely it would definitely be Ezra's, right? But like, because someone in management or production at uh, Warner Brothers DC. Someone would have to make that decision and that will be all that they are known for in that company for the rest of the time that they work there.
1: And it's just the more story that comes out, obviously, the worse and worse it gets like for, and we don't want to get into all the legal trouble that he's facing. We're more basically focusing on the studio, the movie aspect of it all. That like the knock on effect. Um, yeah, because look, we're, that's we, more we, a police issue that we're going to leave to that stuff. Yeah, we're not going to comment on ongoing crimes. No, basically. and and so like, look, ongoing crimes can happen, right? Edra can cause all sorts of hassle. What it relates to this show is that Warner Brothers they've been spending months they've known this is happening for months he's been on the run non-stop David on the run non-stop for the whole summer right yeah so what happens is they're like no it's fine honestly it's grand no we're still putting the movie out it's still
2: good it's still good it's still good the flash is still happening okay (laughs) we're very excited for the flash
1: (laughs) I think it's gonna be a flashpoint we're gonna reset everything Michael Keaton's
2: involved (laughs) and like now they've got nothing no, they have nothing to work with anymore. Like, I, 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 I legitimately, I have, a, like, if one more bad thing happens with Ezra, <laughs> I think this movie is dead. Like, I think <laughs> it's actively going to be cancelled. I also don't think it's going to be very good anyway. But that's Currently has the me. highest Audience score means Of any DC movie Means, means nothing absolutely nothing Batman vs Superman
1: audience. Got a standing ovation When it got yeah. shown I think it was so. like A
2: 10 minute standing ovation like, Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like One of like, those bullshit stories <laughs> Yeah But the only audience one That was ever correct Is the, the first audience viewing For The Phantom Menace George Lucas himself watched it and said, I think I may have gone too far.
1: No, First of all, he got all the people to leave yeah. the, behind the scenes. He's like, everyone who's not me and like the two other fucking producers, could you just leave the room? And they all left. He's like, I think I may have gone too far.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this is too much. But like audience, audi- audience reviews, like initial audience responses generally really don't mean anything. Like, it, it, it's not a reflection of what the final film will be or how it will be received. Um, I also what, just what think... You, what of these three options do you think they're choosing? I think the, the plan at the minute is probably option two, which is... Yeah,
1: Pre- movie comes out, Ezra does no press, I yeah. just throw everybody else to the wolves and hope for the best.
2: Yeah, I'm really interested in seeing, like, the TV spots and the trailers, because... <laughs> Like it's largely going to be like Michael Keaton, I believe. Like I think trails. that's what
1: they'll do. They'll throw Keaton front and center. Like Keaton, you have to carry these presses. Like yeah. they're going to ask you so many questions. You just do the, give the just like confuse them hand signals. Just maybe a few winks. Maybe I I was Batman. Do you remember? Just remember a few the, of them the get, the get them off your guys? trail. Do you, and you remember I was in the film Morbius for a bit? Does the movie end with them doing a reshoot of, like, somebody else popping out of a, a portal
2: as The Flash? Maybe Grant Gustin
1: or somebody else.
2: Grant Gustin, I've heard of, like, Dylan O'Brien being thrown around. As, he gets like, thrown around at literally every DC property. Any time there's, like, a, just an open cast for any male if, DC if character.
1: Robin or Nightwing or The Flash or Green Lantern or anyone is like, Dylan could do it. Dylan's Dylan, around. Should we get... In? He's still in is still in the, in the room, is he? We, yeah, we
2: he's interview for Nightwing right now, isn't he? He could, he? Do, he could oh, do Lex Luthor. Luthor. He could be Lex what Luthor. if
1: he did Lex Luthor and Nightwing and The Flash?
2: Oh kind of a Joker style thing. Shut okay, up.
1: We have to only have to pay him one paycheck.
2: This a great Mr. Freeze. <laughs> but uh, No, like I like I, I think they'd be mad to not bring Grant Gustson in because that man has been a respectable flash the entire time. Never any, caused any hassle. Never caused never, any hassle Never, for never anyone. did any... I mean, the show was fine. It's
1: absolutely average. First season, I, really good. Should have stuck to like three seasons, then call it quits. But I mean... If the see if it's successful they're always gonna do nine seasons. Nobody's
2: Absolutely. ever said the ninth season is really where it picked up. Well it's all connected <laughs> to a whole bunch of other shows and shit like that. Yeah. It's too much to watch. But uh it's and it's also the the issue is that every season is the flash is the fastest man alive. Oh, oh no, this other guy <laughs> Someone's faster than the Flash.
1: <laughs> and there's the moment where he looks and like the other guy's quicker and he tries to punch him and he's like, Oh shit, he's quicker than me. Better find love with my friends all over come this. That's um, the only so way to do it. So sh- sh- we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is a bit of news that really surprised me. Oh. Oscar Isaac has been talking about Star Wars and Poe Dameron,
2: Sean. Is it about how much he
1: hates the character? <laughs> <laughs> exactly my thoughts. So I'm thinking this is the news. Who cares? The yeah. only reason this is in the show is because he's come out in a positive light, Mm -hmm. saying he'd be happy to return. He's open to returning to Star Wars if it's the right story, right director. Now, I know what you're thinking. I guess a get out, right story, right director. I was thinking the same. But he literally ends the quote with, I'm so, so open to it. To coming back.
2: Man, but how big would the paycheck have to be to do that? (sighs) Big. I'm thinking big. Because... That whole, like, sequel trilogy is a mess. Like, we've talked about it to no end on this podcast. But, it it, like, he is probably one of the most fan-favorite characters from that trilogy. And to see what Poe does after everything that went on, that could be kind of interesting. But also... I don't want Oscar Isaac to get burned by Star Wars again.
1: <laughs> we just like Oscar. He's just we too don't you nice. you're too good for this, Oscar. I mean, they've burned you once, just leave.
2: But like it I mean, I guess as an actor you like it's hard Star to know like, I will never do any Star Wars property. Especially
1: ever. when you're like a main like the main trio
2: yeah. cast. You're you use the hand solo. Oh. Yeah,
1: and like, and he was perfect in the role. and I mean, like Force Awakens, he absolutely kills it. He starts acting like an idiot in the second one.
2: Um, yeah. The third one, he's just kind of there. It, yeah, he's just, he's floating around by the end of things. He's a weird,
1: uh, he's a weird, um, what's the word about it, a smuggler
2: in the third one for some yeah, he's reason. he's a spice <laughs> smuggler, I think is the, the thing that he did. But like him and Finn for, for like episodes eight and nine, him and Finn are just written the same. Like yeah, both, it's the same character. Same character, just interchangeable. There's no distinction between the two, which waters down both characters at mm. the end of the day. Now, but, I, my
1: question to you is, right, you get Paul Dameron locked in. How much money does
2: Boyega <laughs> have to be offered? Oh, <laughs> uh, upwards. Uh, like you're talking Flash budget. Like the entire budget for the Flash, 200 million.
1: For like a day, per day. He for needs. one day
2: of shooting. And it's going to be like Harrison Ford rules where, no, he has to die. He has to be <laughs> permanently dead forever.
1: Because he do, he has not come out in any positive light from those movies. I don't think uh, Daisy Ridley will come back. I just think the whole thing, uh, her and Boyega were completely burned. Yeah. Maybe
2: Oscar, I think Oscar Isaac got
1: away with it slightly more.
2: Um, just because, think, go on. Yeah, kind of like immediately after uh, Star Wars, like he went on to do so many just big massive projects of his own. So I think that he kind of separated himself really quickly. But I feel like because maybe like Daisy Ridley and John Boyega were very front and center across all three of them, I think they're really associated with those Star yeah. Wars movies. And it's kind of harder to break out with that now.
1: Yeah. And look, he's got Moon Knight coming up There's the second season of that. I mean, he's yeah. also in across the Spider-Verse. Um, I forgot I, think- I forgot he's in that. I could... See, he's in everything, man. He was in Dune. Well, in was. Dune. Um, <laughs> it was. And may yet be. Who knows? No, he's going to live forever. He's probably going to be in the second one. Uh, but I think for him, I think after doing Moon Knight with the MCU, I could see him coming back for a Disney Plus show just for poor Dameron in like five years. Just be like, ah, fuck it. Six episodes.
2: Yeah, maybe he'll do a, a Kenobi kind of thing on it. If Cassie Andor's getting one, poor Dameron's getting one. Poor Dameron should have got one already. Like between like Episode Seven and Eight, he should have had a little. Why is story he the best pilot
1: himself. ever? I want to know. Show, show me, me
2: cool stuff. Show me how he becomes a pilot. Show like, me
1: handsome Oscar
2: Isaac doing stuff. But it's just going to be like worse. Mandalorian really it's just Oscar yes. is just going about his day like
1: yeah but we don't have to be winners Moon Knight season 1 was grand it was fine
2: <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of fights that we just cut away and then the fight was over it was great did
1: you see that? there was news this week apparently he was never on set whenever Moon Knight fought because it was just CGI
2: <laughs> that's hilarious to me I mean, get that paycheck.
1: It's like, I think... I'm pretty sure Tony Stark was literally never on set, other than he would just come in for that day just in the green screen and just shoot the, the face thing where he's in the suit. That's yeah,
2: any time, like, that Iron Man helmet is down, like, that's not him. <laughs> like, Wait, they didn't dress him fully up? Well, the first one, it's gas, because you can watch, and, like, they had a proper practical suit. And for, like, the first half of filming, he would wear the whole thing. Then yeah. for, like, the middle three quarters, he just... Started wearing top. just the chest, and then by the end of it, he just has a load of mocap dots on him.
1: You'll do it, lads. You'll like, do it. I'm tired of this. Um, see, I just heard that news about Paul and I was like, give you false hope. Maybe Oscar's coming back to Star Wars, Sean.
2: Who knows? As a, as a, look, you're the biggest Star Wars fan on this podcast. And that's true. So. I, I assume you're hype and will watch anything. I mean, I'm out.
1: so hyped for more Star Wars, especially Poe Dameron and all <laughs> that. I mean, look, look, it's Oscar Isaac, it's Poe Dameron. It's cool. It's probably the best character you could have done a off of. Um, true I mean I would have said originally Bayega's character I mean you've got a clone who's or like, he's like he's defects
2: from the stormtroopers he
1: defects he's got this cool story they watered him down so much I don't think you could go anywhere with that nothing no, like, like John like, Bayega's perspective just in terms of writing wise
2: yeah but the fact that he's a, a, like a defected stormtrooper that never comes up again never like, and it's the coolest bit <laughs> he never has any conflict in that like ah oh, ah oh, oh. um, we're moving done? on
1: Sean to our next piece of news and look more DC, Warrior Brothers. It's fine, um, I'm ready. Think of the most open goal you could possibly have for Warrior Brothers right now. DC, especially. What is the o- most open goal they could possibly have? Like, uh, easiest decision. It, the
2: Batman? Is
1: it? Exactly. Yeah. The Batman 2 has not yet been given the green light and
2: is still likely years away. Why? Why not? This. <laughs> There's someone who's like being like, they want a Batman in the DCEU and they're having this dumb argument about whether people will be confused. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. Just give me a good Batman movie.
1: The fact that like they did the Batman got rave reviews. Right. Yeah. They will greenlight Shazam 2 in a fucking day. Right. Yeah. The Batman 2 is still technically, in their own words, in development and has not been given the green light um, as the film could be years away, like 2026, 2027. Jesus. Which is crazy because surely, first of all, was so good. Matt Reeves, excellent. You have him there. He's still writing and directing number two. Lock him in. Have it. Okay, you're set for 2025. You're in. That's your, you have three years Let's see what you can do.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, like, maybe they want more concrete, like, plot elements and things like that before they sign off on it. Because
3: mm-hmm. maybe there
2: is some plan for the DCEU side of things where, like, they're going to introduce certain villains and they don't want to double up on the villains in a bat in another Batman movie. Like, maybe that, like, they just want more of a framework about what's, what the plot and the premise would be. But I think Matt Reeves has earned the fact that you just go okay. We'll just do two. I th- yeah. I think he should just have first refusal on that. Like <laughs> yeah. Like they, they.
1: To be fair, they did announce the Batman two in like Comic Con in April of this year, like straight after the first one released. Right. But then the. But that was just like it's definitely coming out. But now we have all the shakeups at Warner Brothers and DC over the last few weeks, and now technically it's gone back to it's not really yet. Don't get ahead of yourself.
2: Yeah. Still in development. We're, we're, we're tying around with the idea we're, of doing a Batman too. We're thinking about 2. doing
1: a Batman 2. Maybe we
2: would. Maybe we'll come up with a better idea. If we didn't get a Batman 2, would you be disappointed? Well, yeah, of course. I mean... But, but would, the, would the first movie stand on its own enough, do you think?
1: Yes. I think it would. I think the first movie from start to finish is like a great evolution of character who he's just out for himself and then you have the shot at the end where he's like i'm saving people and like the little girl won't let go of his hand because he's now like a symbol of hope rather than fear yeah, and he's all this vengeance. shit i think that's to be honest that's the perfect like story for a batman if that was a comic book arc that'd be perfect yeah so if that's the what i've done i would actually i have no issue with that um obviously because i love that world and i love the character i want to see more but then again, if the second one comes out with shit, does it ruin the first one?
2: That this is the thing. This is this is always the fear. This is what I felt when Paddington two was coming out, you know. <laughs> but Look how wrong I was proved there, But they did it up. They made it even better somehow. Even better. Now we're rolling the dice on Paddington 3. I'm not sure oh, about that f- myself. I don't think you
1: should. If you hit two home runs, leave it. Just leave it. call it a just, day.
2: Just go home early, clock out. Yeah. What's also mad, speaking of sequels, is that uh, they also, they've also they given the green light to Joker 2 in, uh, instead oh, of yes, the we, Batman 2.
1: Yeah, that we have. We actually have news on the Joker 2. I, I can get it that right now if you'd like. Yeah, why um, not? We're on DC. So, Joker 2... Gets a $150 million budget and will feature complicated musical sequences with Lady Gaga.
2: <laughs> I mean, we kind of knew the musical, The Lady Gaga, that had been rumoured for a little yeah. while. That's a big budget.
1: 150 million dollars. I mean, well, they're willing to throw away 200 for the flash in a heartbeat.
2: Well, they didn't think they were throwing it away, Mm. but like the first Joker was made on a budget of between 55 and 70 million dollars. Yeah,
1: that was made on a smaller budget because they didn't know if it was going to make a lot of money. Then it made a billion dollars, and so now they're like 150 is
2: easy money but they don't understand that it doesn't scale like that you, just because you put in double the budget at the start doesn't mean you're now going to make 2 billion dollars for Yeah, I, I don't
1: that's you're going to make probably less for the second one i would say maybe 900 800
2: yeah, probably. Like, there's very few sequels that will make more than the original, is the Mostly thing.
1: because I think Joker 1 had also that added element of, it's so dangerous, you don't want to see this, this will send you fucking insane. So then people are buying more because they're like, I want to see it, there's a lot of hype. I don't think they can do that again for the second one, because if they go, nobody wants to get this released, it's too dangerous. So everyone's kind of like, but you said that the first time, and it was, yeah. it was fine. like It was just a movie. <laughs>
2: it's just a regular film where you understood the characters. You yeah. might not agree with it, but you understood the characters' motivations and goals in that film. Mm. But in the second one, we already know what that character is about. So the marketing for this is just going to be, oh, it's more of the first one, which isn't going to sell as many tickets, I don't think, because you won't get the people who didn't who saw the first one and didn't like it. They will not come back and watch the second one. Apart
3: Apart an,
1: interesting, <laughs> an, an interesting thought of all this is Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn is interesting because I think Margot Robbie is pretty universally loved in that role. True. Um, so I'm trying to, I'm not even thinking in terms of what people will think of her in the role. I'd like I think Lady Gaga as a great actress, I'm sure she'll be pretty good at it. I'm just thinking in terms of like will that drive more people to be like I'm gonna go see this movie because Lady Gaga is Harley Quinn. I want to see what they bring. Or is it more like, wait, that's the that's the Harley Quinn that I like. That's
2: the other one is what the one I like. Yeah, I think it needs to be able like. I, there, I think people will be able to separate it for the most part because I imagine there'll be vastly different tones between the two Harley Quinns. Do you think they'll dress as comic book Harley Quinn? Like with the the full black and red, the full like, Harold Crane, yeah, maybe, maybe that would kind of fit more with the Joker world than it would with like the Suicide Squad or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but the the musical thing gets me as well because it's probably set mostly in Arkham, so I imagine it's just someone's hallucinating all of yeah, these musicals. I, I
1: assume it's all set in Arkham. Well, and so what will happen is. Most of it is her, maybe singing and dancing. Maybe you have the psychiatric evaluations. You have we went over a few weeks ago, but you have the whole Mad Love storyline mm-hmm. from the animated series and the comic books that they're all about. And um, if you haven't read Mad Love or seen the episode, I would recommend going to see it. It's it's basically probably the plot of the Joker too, because I think Lady Gaga will enter in just as like psychiatrist Har- Harley Quinn.
2: Yeah, can I make an observation? Yes. So the first Joker, pretty much Taxi Driver, right? Yeah. In terms of, of movies. But this one's set in an asylum. So what if it's like oh. a One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest kind of Joker musical movie?
1: <laughs> What's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio? Shutter Island? Sh- Shutter Island? The <laughs> other Scorsese film. It's going to be Shutter Island. Fuck, Todd, Todd Phillips has no shame. No. That man will copy and paste. Which one? I think Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is pretty good, but he loves Scorsese. That's it. it could do elements of both, you know. It could do elements of both. He see, he did Taxi Driver and... Um, King the, of Comedy. The King of Comedy last time. So what two is he going to
2: copy this type? I think... I, oh, see, I like Shutter Island as a... as a. It's all going to be in his head at the end. It's going to be a Shutter Island slash Grease situation. <laughs> That's where the musical comes in.
1: <laughs> yes, perfect. I mean, then you have... A, is he going to sing? I assuming he will. He'll be like because he's an entertainer, shot,
2: Yeah, he's a performer. He's a performer, uh, and you have Lady Gaga there, who's quite good at the old singing. I think she
1: could actually. Yeah, she could. Nail, I don't know what Yakied Phoenix's pipes are like. <laughs> are I, think I think he's. I think he
2: sang before. He was Johnny Cash, wasn't he? In of course. Walk the course. Or was that River Phoenix? No, that was no y- Yakied. Was like,
1: it? Yeah, Yakied was Johnny Cash.
2: Yeah, but uh, Yakied Phoenix, I sort of see because I. He, he was definitely no, Joker. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, him. Yeah. So, yeah, Joaquin. So, yeah, he could do the I'd love to see like Joker do like like a False and Prison style set and it's like an open mic night in Arkham <laughs> Asylum. I think that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs>
1: um, look, you so, look, the Joker 2, 150 million dollar budget, half musical, half not. It's a strange owl mix. Let's see what happens. I, I'd be interested to know how they're going to pull this off. And what's cool about this is nobody knows anything until the trailer comes out. Really. That's,
2: yeah. It's a, That and the Barbie movie have this in common, basically. is that No yeah. one has a clue what's actually going to happen with this. I think I'm more excited, not excited, but more curious about this one than I was for the first Joker movie. Yeah, the first one was easy. The first one yeah. we all kind of knew. It's yeah, it's the it's uh, the killing joke basically that they mm. were doing, but the but this one is just like it's off the wall a little bit, so it's it's all up in the air.
1: Um, we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news, and this is one of the strangest ones I've had for quite a while. Um, I think this might be the strangest news story of the year in regards to what they're planning in a movie because right, Tom okay. Cruise and Quist- Christopher Macquarie are back together again, right? Okay. Now, the duo, obviously, they're kind of working non-stop. Um, they've done all of... I think Macquarie directed Jack Reacher and the last five Mission Impossibles or the last four of them. Um, the last... I,
2: can't, the, the, you know? I, was, I was trying to think of the last... I think it's the last four, but I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, and so, like, the two of them work very well together. Everything's going great. But we now have... Tom Cruise has... A bit of a report from Deadline has reported that he would like to make a movie based off his character, Les Grossman, from Tropic Thunder. Oh!
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's very strange. If
1: anyone doesn't remember that character, Sean,
2: would you be able to describe what Les Grossman is? He's just like a caricature of a Hollywood producer from like the early 2000s. But it's yeah. Tom Cruise wearing a so many suit? pounds of fat like a fat suit and f x makeup yeah just behaving like a like like a, yeah, like a caricature of like a harvey Weinstein type person
1: and if anyone has seen Tropic Thunder, so it's a movie um obviously an excellent film. but uh, if you haven't seen it it's a it's a movie where all these actors show up, they think they're in a movie, but they're actually in a real life war so they're just like constantly think they're just on set. And yeah. things are just blowing up as part of the movie, they're just reacting, but it's actually real life. Um and he's he's running the movie, I think, isn't he? Like the producer behind the film.
2: Yeah, and he is the one who's like when it's when it's discovered that they're in like an active war zone, he's the one that's like, no, keep filming. Like that's but at the same time,
1: like, he's really one note of just he's Tom Cruise in a fat suit saying batshit stuff, just being crazy. So who looks what? at Tom Cruise's filmography and then is like, that's the one. That's you know the I'm spin-off really we really
2: down here. This this is the spin-off that's going to make us a billion dollars. Again, maybe he just wants to like play around in a fat suit for a change. It's, it's going to be like the better call Saul of Les Grossman. But where why like you see him become this character. I don't know, but why not? You know?
1: <laughs> does anyone even rem- not does anyone would even remember but Tropic Thunder was 2008, right? Yeah. That's but it's- 14 years ago
2: it is but it's one of the, it's also one of those films that just exists and like it doesn't need or have anything else around it like it's true just, it's like that and like step brothers and shit like that where it's just it it's it's like a really it's it's a niche comedy with a very broad appeal but then that's it it's a one and done and the, unless you do like a dumber dumber 2 which will tank, or which a Zoolander will not do 2, very well. which will tank. Yes. So the Les Grossman <laughs> solo experience, I don't have a lot of faith in how, how well it'll we- do.
1: Okay, Z- Zoolander 2 tanked. Double yeah. two tanked. Yeah. What level of tank are we taking for a Les Grossman spin-off
2: movie? I'm thinking Son of the Mask <laughs> is what I'm thinking of. You remember Son of that the is, Mask?
1: That is... That is a level. That is a level nobody's reached since Son of, a Ma- Son of the Mask.
2: It's been a while. It's been a, a really he long time. you care he's not even in that movie? No, he's not. Like it's, it's just it's a, a different weird dude. It's also the dog has the mask on for most of it. <laughs> like, I like, is it Seth that? green? Is it Seth green? Is
1: that? Is Is it Seth green? No. Uh, I, who's the father? Who's the father in that? Uh, Ryan Falconer. Remember. Okay, and he's like, I'm now the kid, the mask. But then he, his kid finds the mask, and then his kid has the
2: mask. And he's having trouble taking care of, you know, uh, of of a baby because he's he's yeah. not able to do it.
1: No, With he's the- he's a man, Chad. It's two thousand and four.
2: Different <laughs> time. <laughs> Men were incapable of looking after children at the time. <laughs> Uh, and so, I mean, sorry it's Jamie Kennedy is name. yeah sorry I'm going through this again it's a, <laughs> it's a lot going on uh, Alan Cumming is in this Jesus Le-
1: Les, Les Grossman's getting a sequel that I can only assume will be the same level of a, The Son of the Mask um, but, but, but with you a know better Tom cast? Cruise Tom Cruise is so crazy he could pull this off
2: I was fully confident the Top Gun Maverick would make no money, and then it was like True. the biggest movie of the summer. So made one point four billion dollars. So if you put even four hundred million of that into the Les Grossman movie,
1: yeah, he'll he'll,
2: he'll knock it out in a park. I think,
1: and he's not. going to space for a different movie. Like literally going to space that Macquarie's a producer of. This man will do anything. Send him up to space in the fat suit is all a basket.
2: That yeah, and just have him like orbit Earth for a little. Double while. fill him. You just need to fill him once, and then you can double up for each movie. Just shoot a load of footage of Tom Cruise in various <laughs> situations and chop a movie together over.
1: Um, so, John, we're moving on to our next bit of news, um, and this news story was literally put in just for you because I oh. thought it would cheer you up after what all is? the negativity we've had. Okay. And that is National Treasure: Edge oh. of History series will be a continuation of the movie.
2: Beautiful. Beautiful news. So, for people that don't know, I fucking love the National Treasure movies. For some reason, and for some reason, I don't know why. I think about the like. I think about them about twice a month. But <laughs> almost too many. It's almost too many times, but and then there's this series coming out on Disney Plus with like a younger cast, but with some of the original cast returning.
1: And you know the the original cast name? What's, his, what's the guy's oh, name? Oh, just
2: Justin Bartha. <laughs> he plays Riley in Riley. National Treasure. Everyone's Riley. favourite Riley. <laughs> uh, yeah, so
1: we, d- we did a review of National Treasure One on our Patreon, and it was as terrible as you remember it. It's, I had um, fun with it. It's a ridiculous movie. Um, number two, I, I, if I remember correctly, I went to the cinema to see it. Is even Me worse. Too. Um, but no, you just Mount have Rushmore love. is
2: a big vault <laughs> in that movie, Connor.
1: And this is the second one, the one with the rock that has the eagle on it.
2: Yeah. That's that's that yeah. Then he puts his hand in the eagle and he screams because it's a funny joke. (laughs) <laughs> and he pulls a lever and it's all fine. And then half of Mount Rushmore falls down. That's uh, oh, good. It's good yeah, stuff. It's pretty good. Pretty good. It sounds Ed like
1: you by the way, describing this plot. But National Treasure, edge of history. So after many years, we had, obviously, the greatness of National Treasure 2. We all remember. We all love it. We're all right there with you, Sean. Thanks very um, much, And Con. then it got announced that the Disney Plus series was coming out. And everybody, including all of us, and right we there with you, Sean. All of us were very excited. Couldn't um,
2: wait, but the fear was that it would be a full reboot of the if series. If it's just a
1: full reboot, what's the point? I what's mean, the how, point? all that time how do they
2: invested—yeah,
1: like my emotional damage from one and two from two thousand seven still holds within me, and I just I need the continuation of where these characters are, where they're going to. Sean, um, I've been thinking about it non-stop every day since two
2: thousand seven. So the the big question then is: Will there be a Nick Cage cameo in this series?
1: That is the answer we actually don't know. Um, we don't know if there will be, but there has to be, surely. Surely, unless
2: like they kill him off in you know, it. Or-, or he died. That's how starts it he died off screen he left one Mm. final clue Mm. and then it's clues upon clues upon clues and Diane Kruger is there as well why not
1: and she's delighted he's dead because he's a dickhead to her in those movies no they got back together at the end I think yeah but he's awful
2: (laughs) he's always a terrible person to be around
1: (laughs) do you want me to read their quote so the treasure that we follow on uncovering all of the mysteries that we have on the show each episode kind of leads into the next you know that's basically every series describing (laughs) shows Um, Um, I think parts of the treasure, followed in the series, were mentioned in the second movie. I don't know if I can say that, but the Pan-American treasure was introduced then, so it's a continuation of the original movies, only 20 years later.
2: Okay. So, so wait, is there going to be clues in the two movies already made that will help solve things in this series
1: can I just really quickly you don't have to solve anything it's, no, it's going no, to be
2: solved for you no, no 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 no. I have to figure it out I have to
1: <laughs> in figure it out what crossed my mind was you with red string and a big wall and I was like no they're probably going to figure it out in the film or in the show in the show but I have to wait week on week for that Connor. That's what true. if I
2: can draw my conclusions beforehand
1: <laughs> just wild exaggerated conclusions that will hopefully fit it all together I'm saying there's going to be hints in one and two That could lead into this series, and you becoming the smartest man in the world by
2: solving them. Well, see, the thing is, is that at the end of National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets, he meets a president, the president that he kidnapped earlier. A president. He he meets... He meets him in an airport hangar and they were talking about the Book of Secrets and the president was like, did you get to look at page fucking, I think it's 47? And <laughs> Nick Cage says, I did, and it could be the most important discovery in human history. Yeah. And then the film ends and then there was nothing else said about that. Well, anger. how
1: do you pe- how do you peek after that? I mean, like you've set up the greatest cliffhanger
2: of all time. But maybe t- like it, it could only be told in an episodic format and Disney Plus hadn't been invented yet.
1: Well, I'm excited for the people to see how much we have really expanded the world," said one of the co-stars, Lyndon Smith, um, saying, "Because if you like the first two movies, Sean, oh, we are essentially giving you ten
2: mini movies. Jesus, oh, those are those are big promises to someone like me. <laughs> you but know, only you. <laughs> I will watch I- this show, man. If they, if, they, if if I have to do like a survey, and it's like, why did you get Disney Plus? I'm yeah. saying it's for National Treasure.
1: I'm <laughs> Not even for Obi-Wan Kenobi, not no. for any of the Marvel, the MCU shows.
2: Get out of here.
1: Get just out of here, just straight up national treasure.
2: Just give me my weird pseudo-American crypto history. I love it.
1: <laughs> We're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and it involves... I'm. This is one of those stories where they're doing a movie that I know you're going to really like the idea. So I bring it to you on a weekly basis,
2: knowing that you're going to love it, and I want to get your honest opinion. Okay, listeners, I want to make a claim that I won't like this film, uh, mm-hmm. and it's going to be some kind of live-action remake.
1: Pac-Man is getting a live-action movie adaption.
2: <laughs> I was close. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not a
1: remake.
2: A live-movie adaption. Yeah. what... what uh, Why? Like, what's the what's the? It's the most, like, basic shitty game ever. Well, look, Sean. Sonic
1: the Hedgehog made big bucks at the Sonic's a character, and the Super Mario Brothers film it's coming out this winter, and it's locked in as well. So you've got again
2: that's a character with a backstory Mm. and like emotions, Mm. whereas Pac Man is a, a yellow shape circle with a bit cut out.
1: Now it is noted that the film will also be live action, so not even an animated Pac-Man movie, which would probably make it easier to make, but nothing has been revealed about the plot. Uh, the story is said to be based on an original pitch by, by Williams, who is one of the directors.
2: Okay, but why, like, who spends their time thinking of a plot for the Pac-Man movie?
1: <laughs> think of a different plot for a different movie. Think of literally, and even any and you other game. Think of, game, like. think of a, a, a third Sonic the Hedgehog movie or the second Mario's bro- Brothers movie. Just why are you thinking of a Pac-Man movie? Is like, it going to be CGI Pac-Man fleeing from ghosts in the real world, or a real-life Pac-Man
2: fleeing from ghosts in the real world? I like. It's got to be. I think it's going to be. I think it's gonna be like some kind of because what's Pac-Man about? Okay, As so a game. Pac-Man
1: runs away from ghosts and he eats color, colorly stuff. But
2: I okay. Here's the plan. Oh, here we go. Pac-Man. Okay, I'm with you. He works no, I'm in he this wor-
1: stu- look. We're in we're in the office. We're yeah. in the conference room. I work obviously for
2: other the studios. Please continue. What I want you to do, I want you to try out everything you know about Pac-Man, other than some colors. That's uh, literally all I know, so I'm to it off. So Pac-Man is a man, a human man. He's yeah. he has like he works as he works down in like mines in a futuristic mm-hmm. society. He wears all yellow. That's uh, That's his, that's his <clears> uniform, right? Right, right, right. You with me? You with me I'm so with far? You. I'm with you. He's digging through, like eating the little pellets. That's what that's represented. He's above. eating the pellets as he digs them. No, he's digging them and he's fucking them into a bag or something. Like he's looking for little gems to power the city. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then down there, turns out there's a load of ghosts of old dead ex-miners uh, that used to Fuck be sent them. down. And Who they're tried all to eat the pellets? maybe maybe they you're die. really fi- you're fixed on eating the pellets I'm just like it's just
1: i really want to narrow down how edible are the pellets
2: they're i suppose non-edible uh, if I have to me. I'm out I'm kindly out right, um. right okay <laughs> no, like go on we'll finish your pitch anyway, please uh, th- no, the, the, the point is is that he gets down and it's like an old like ancient hangar at the bottom and he beats a ghost and then there's a big ship and it's a big sphere and he looks like the Pac-Man from the game that's what <laughs> that's what happens alright alright
1: I mean how else do you do if Pac-Man is a human in yeah. the live action movie what is he doing is he a cannibal does he go around eating people? Does he run away from ghosts until he eats something specific and then he tries to eat the ghosts?
2: Ma- like, maybe. Maybe. Uh, like, there is, could he do a, a, a Ms. Pac-Man thing, you know? That, oh, like, there has to be a love story within it, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and she, I, like, I think it's easier to... It's somehow easier to do the Pac-Man movie if everyone's a human. Because you just have vague references to the game Pac-Man and then just write I, a regular I think story. that
1: you do it like um, the movie It Follows, but like everybody's trying yeah. to eat Pac-Man and this guy is just trying to live his life and he's running away. It's a horror movie. I, th- I, I think he's constantly firmly. trying
2: to avoid death. I think horror movie is the way to go for the Pac-Man movie just because ghosts, you know, you got weird blue mazes that people can run around in.
1: Can I guess the, what they will actually do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what they're actually going to do is it'll just be a, a kid. He's going to be phew, maybe 18. The he loves TikTok. Into the game. Right? Um, right. And he, he, ter- he turns up, right? And there's a game, right? And when he presses the button, oh, Sean, you're not going to believe this. He gets, he get, well, he stops being in our world. And, oh. and he, I'm not going to say the word sucked into the game, but he's within the game and it's true suckage. This is Tron Legacy. I believe I'm thinking of yet. Tron Legacy or the new uh, Space Jam movie. <laughs> or, or Jumanji.
2: <laughs> or Adam Sandler's Pixels.
1: Or any of those movies, yes. You get dragged into the game and then you got to win the game to save your life. I mean, no. I don't want that. I think that'll be shit. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's going to be shit anyway.
2: But... But could, like, ah? Oh, why did they do this, though? Why did they put money into, you're right, this did make me angry. They put money into just, like, the value of, a, a perceived value of a brand that everyone knows. But no one wants to watch Pac-Man. Is there
1: anyone, things. like, dying for a new Pac-Man game? Have you ever heard someone go,
2: jeez, I can't wait for that sequel to Pac-Man? I literally think if you've played one, you've played them all. Because it's all the same premise. Uh, Yes Aside from that weird one On the Playstation 2 Where it was like A 3D platformer And Pac-Man had legs Maybe that's the Pac-Man That's what 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 they're doing In the movie But it's live action So it's just gonna be Shit Sonic the Hedgehog Do you know what I
1: wanna see Instead of a Pac-Man movie If you're gonna do A 2D platform game From the 90s Or the 80s I'm thinking Sega Sega Genesis Okay Bobberman I'm thinking a Dude. Bomberman movie would be perfect.
2: That would kill. That would do so, so good. <laughs> even, even, you want to stick with our, like old school arcade games. Fine. Do Space Invaders. <laughs> and just, just remake Independence Day. That,
1: that was the new Independence Day. <laughs> mm.
2: No, but this one has a little thing at the bottom that goes across and
1: shoots. <laughs> oh, pretty good. Um, yeah. yeah, these are all terrible ideas. Please keep making them, guys. I think it's going to be really... It's going to really work out. I really think yeah. it will. Um, Sean, we're going to have to finish off. I have two stories from Warner Brothers. I need you to power Jesus through Christ, me, okay. okay? Yeah, uh, still really warm
2: in la- Ireland, by the way, I just want to point it's that gotta out. It's got
1: to be the last week of Warner Brothers, surely uh, there's going to be a week where they calm down. Connor, um, I
2: think, like, it's going to be week 200 soon, I think we've talked about Warner Brothers every single week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, because I have a follow-up from the Batgirl news story, and this headline just really made me laugh, because Warner Brothers, obviously, Sean, They've, they've looked at Leslie Grace and they've said we know you filmed that movie but we're no longer releasing it soz, Yeah, um, is what they said and so now the headline I have here is Warner Brothers hopes to mend fences with Leslie Grace <laughs> wants her to return as Batgirl in a different property
2: <laughs> why why would you do this to I- her <laughs> We like, promise. Like,
1: I swear, Leslie, we're not gonna cancel it this time. Warner Brothers is just a
2: shit boyfriend. They're gaslighting the shit out of her. <laughs> just but like, what was objectively wrong with the movie to cancel it? Because it clearly wasn't her. I'd wager it wasn't Michael Keaton. Like Or Brendan s- Fraser. Or Brendan Fraser. So where's the weak link there that they determined, oh no, this this element is working so badly. That we have to scrap the whole thing. Why so would she been, go back?
1: If you've been asleep for the last week or so, and just to catch everyone up, Batgirl, the movie, Water Brothers decided they wanted to do it a few years ago. They hired yeah. Leslie Grace, they hired Brenda Fraser, they got in Michael Keaton as the old Batman to come in as like past the tort. J.K. Simmons was in it as her dad. It's yeah. all fucking perfect. Locked in. They up the whole movie, edited Basically 80% of the movie spent nearly $100 million putting it all together and then decided last week they were cancelling the movie, even though it was basically done.
2: And now they're saying that, oh, but we really like <laughs> Leslie Grace and girl. So, so, so it's like
1: they fired her and said, we don't want you. But I mean, no, actually, it's like a no. boyfriend. I just said, like, they broke up and he's like, yeah, but... We could still be friends with benefits. Like, I know we were going to get married. Like, I know we were husband and wife.
2: I know, yeah, I know we were planning the wedding. Like,
1: (laughs) we were planning the wedding. But what if we just seen each other on nights out? (laughs) Like, what if we went, like, dancing together every fucking few weeks, maybe? You know, no hard feelings. Yeah, cool. All right. Like,
2: like, and it's like, it's like if you you were in work and you did your work for today and your boss just, like, crumpled it up in front of you, threw it in the bin and said, see you Monday. (laughs) Like,. (laughs)
1: your shit you don't no he's like you're fired you wanna come freelance just just yeah. next week
2: like it's like yeah like let me tell you the benefits of a zero hour contract kind of
1: <laughs> you know all those securities f- you have we're gonna get rid of them but you come in next week anyway just for the, the crack
2: fucking stones on Warner Brothers <laughs> to actually say that
1: they're, like, they are they, seeking to
2: mend fences, Sean. But did they say that to her, or did they say that in public? Oh, they said that in public. They said they
1: said that in public. We don't know if they've contacted her directly, but they have said it in public, which is why we know they're like let, they're letting feelers get out, Sean. Like we want to, we want to say sorry. Just maybe give us a ring. Maybe just, just a I, bit maybe of that's
2: it, she's not answering the calls, and they're they're like we have to a face somehow because it's we're tanking at the minute. <laughs>
1: If you're Leslie Grace, do you come back for a cameo in a different uh, movie?
2: No, I go to Marvel. I like I go and I be like Storm in Marvel, maybe. Yes. Like, something fucking cool. Something class and she'll kill it. Like I'm Jean like, Gray oh,
1: or I'm Storm or I'm yeah. someone in the new X Men team. They're like, You
2: can't fucking stop me. I'm unreal. That would be I like I think that would be great. Like and it would just be a real middle finger to DC.
1: Because why would you want to go back? Like how much more secure can you be as the lead actress Batgirl in a movie that cost nearly a hundred million dollars? There, yeah. are, I mean, there's precarious situations and then there's a situation like that where you're like, well, look, I'm on a Batgirl movie and it's already been filmed. They can't cancel it now, surely.
2: I hope she got paid something just for the time that she spent on it. Yeah, but she
1: got paid in exposure.
2: That's, no, that doesn't count, what? Connor. I Is keep that, telling that, you does that, that doesn't count. count. The, what? I would... I would love if all of the X D C stars went over to Marvel even just for a bit. Just You're like,
1: th- you're thinking like it's a rival sports team, like the, the manager pissed them off, so go
2: join the other team. Maybe. Maybe that's it. But I also just think like I don't know, like get Henry Cavill in, get Ben Affleck in. Like get yeah, uh, maybe not Ezra. Maybe don't get Ezra in, lads. Don't,
1: maybe don't touch Ezra. Maybe <laughs> leave Ezra alone for the time
2: being. Grant Gustin, though. Bring him Grant, in.
1: <laughs> bring Grant in. Bring Stephen Mellon.
2: That would be hilarious. That would be so good.
1: <laughs> um, Brandon
2: Rouse, bring him back.
1: <laughs> Brandon could do a job. He could still do a job. Um, we're finishing off uh, with our Water Brothers news. As last week, we confirmed that... And I think we were very, like, just shitting on DC last week. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know why, Sean. They, they hadn't done anything wrong. They, they hadn't really treated anyone badly. No, so they hadn't
2: given us any cause to treat them didn't like They
1: not give it. us any cause. So, I mean, what came out last week was that they were doing a 10-year plan for the 15th yes. time. This time, we promise... We're going to stick to the 10 years.
2: Every year they do a 10-year plan. And it, yeah. Every year it gets sadder and sadder.
1: Eventually they will get to the three-year span of a 10-year plan and then they'll be locked in. for. Then they'll have to keep up with it then and that's it. You've already True. got three.
2: So what's the... Up, do we have an update on the 10-year well,
1: plan? Well, for the 10-year plan, Sean, they need a leader. They need a... And you're going to love this phrase that we've heard 15 times already. A Kevin
2: Feige type. I love... How that man is a fucking like adjective now. Like, he, we that-
1: need a Kevin Feige, and we all know what that means. But DC have said that line in press releases since 2012, like yeah. non-stop. We need a Kevin Feige, and every time they're like,
2: that that's that's the guy, that's, or that's, that's the girl. This this, this is gonna it. Do. Yeah. And then they change nothing.
3: Like, and they then the person that comes in that. is like,
1: guys, maybe we should do this. And they're like, shut the fuck up, right? We're going to get rid of you. We're going to yeah. get a new person in. They're going to be even better as a Kevin Feige type.
2: Do they think that they let Marvel have Kevin Feige just to like give PowerPoint presentations every couple of years? I
1: think they don't understand what Kevin Feige does.
2: <laughs> they don't understand the role of a producer.
1: Because <laughs> I think Marvel... I think, in DC's world... They get someone in and then they tell them what to do and then the yeah. person just does it. Whereas in my opinion, now this could be completely wrong, but from the outside looking in, to us it kind of looks like Kevin Feige tells Disney, this is what, what we're going to go with for Marvel. And I think it's going to work. And Disney are like, we trust you, Kevin. We, yeah. we we know you got this down.
2: I think it's more. Yeah, I like I imagine there's more discussion than that. But I, I think that's largely it, that he will map it out and then basically sell it to the company that he's already mm. working for. Just being like, no, this is why we'll do this, and why it'll happen this way, and etc. etc."
1: Well, Warburls may have found their new Kevin Feige type, Sean. Is it Snyder?
2: Is it Snyder? It's
1: not Snyder. Snyder was locked in for a little bit. Um, then Jeff Johns, as we talked mm. about last week, was their Kevin Feige for a little bit. Um, but... What now they have is Arrow versus Greg Berlanti is being considered for DC's Kevin Feige role. I mean,
2: look, able to balance many different properties operating in the same universe.
1: Yeah, Greg Berlanti, by the way, created Arrow. uh, Well, not create obviously, the character of Green Arrow, but he is the showrunner for Arrow and The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow and all that show, all those shows on the CW.
2: Yeah, so that that's good. That's like a proven track record. I'd argue the shows aren't very good, but that be, might more be a limit of the CW. Uh, I, th-
1: I think that's more of a budget and uh, like scope level rather than him himself.
2: Yeah, and they're like, all those fucking seasons are like twenty-four episodes or something as well. Yeah, like, that's mad. Ridiculous. That's crazy stuff. It's insane. Um, so, like, I think it would just like uh, like solid movies might be a good show.
1: So they have now said that, obviously, they ended up cancelling Batwoman as well. But, like, you had also Batwoman in there. Um, they're also apparently doing, like, Superman and Lois. He's involved in that. Uh, Gotham Knights, Supergirl. They, all that stuff. Everything. He's He's basically involved in all that. So now they're looking at him as the new guy that they're going to bring in for their 10-year plan. So my question to you, Sean, I think Greg Berlandi, I think he could be very good in the role. I think... Yeah. He's he did probably, do Titans. He, don't hold that against him, okay? But <laughs> he, he could do very good in the role. But in that sentence I just said is, he could do very well. Because what we also have to counteract is, a year from now, they are fully going to be against whoever goes into that role once they don't make a billion dollars with their first movie.
2: Yeah, with the like framework that has already been set up by someone other than them, is yeah. the thing because so, yeah.
1: Gre- Greg Berlanti will go in he'll go okay I want to do this 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 and this they'll go well fu- we're fully behind you Greg first movie comes out doesn't do amazing Greg I think we need to see other people I think I
2: think we need another person to come in and make a different plan Like the, the, there's just no patience like they don't understand the long game of you know make one it doesn't have to make a billion dollars out of the gate and then make another good one and keep building on that until, mm. you know, everything finishes up. But, uh, like, uh, look, I'm not a showrunner or anything like that. I'm not, I don't work in a movie studio. But I would say, and we've said this on the podcast a lot of times, make one good one and then then go from there. Then start making plans for the rest.
1: The, the thing for me in this is I actually think, now let's all just kind of pretend I didn't say this, but this is actually a good idea. Um, ...from DC because... I'm not thinking of like... ...in terms of general. I'm thinking... ...them in the room... ...they're looking at the options... ...that they have... ...who they have available... ...for to be this new leader... ...that they have decided they've got one guy who runs a whole bunch of shows and rather successfully, like, they all have, like, at least fucking seven or eight seasons. Like, they haven't got cancelled. They've kept going. I mean, Batwoman got cancelled, but, like, Legends of Tomorrow is still fucking going. That show has no right to exist. (laughs) Like
2: He's also a writer... He's a writer for you, like, the Netflix show that everyone fucking loves. Uh, And he's written... Yeah, like I just said, written basically all the CW shows. So,
1: So, like... He's kinda of their best choice. Jeff Johns when he got in, he was kind of their best choice because he was very involved in the comic book world. They didn't want that though. Like no. they they wanted him to come in because he was like a good face for the company and all the comic book fans were gonna be like, Yeah, we he understands us, but they were never gonna listen to him. Um whereas Greg Berlanti has that kind of mixture where he's kinda of proven he can do it on a screen, he can do it multiple shows. Can he create a universe here as well?
2: Don't yeah, know. but I feel like it's it's too much to ask him to save what already exists.
1: Oh, it's broken. It's The, the whole yeah. system's fucked. You're going to have
2: to start again. Yeah, just start from scratch, build it up, and just let it be like Greg's version of that. Like, But they they won't. Sean,
1: they won't. But it's, like, it's, yeah.
2: it's the gambler's fallacy. It's the sunk cost of like, no, we've already poured billions yeah. into what we have. We can't just throw all that away.
1: I, I think like, Greg, yeah, I think Greg gets three years and then they get rid of him.
2: I think he gets two. Like, I, I think two, he's,
1: maybe, yeah. I know. I think he gets one where he's like a big voice. Then the second year they kind of draw him out because they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Greg, cool. And they just stop CCing him in on emails and start coming up with shit <laughs> They themselves. just like
2: phase him out slowly.
1: Yeah, that's normally what happens. Um, so yeah, Greg Berlanti from Arrowverse and all this uh, Flashverse could be coming in, could be saving DC. We don't know, Sean. Maybe he's going to be the new saviour. Maybe this is when it all turns around again.
2: Maybe one day Marvel will be saying, God, we need to get our own Greg Berlanti type. We
1: need a Berlanti type. Ta- to be fair, they probably are for their TV shows. We need a Berlanti type yeah, for our Mar- that's,
2: a, that's a fair uh, 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 like I think because I think Kevin Feige might be spread a little bit thin with everything going on actually
1: if I was Marvel I would have gotten Berlantian to do the, the MCU Disney Plus shows
2: actually yeah that would be fairly <laughs> so. it's not too late he doesn't technically he doesn't work technically for Warner Brothers with- yet that would so. be the
1: biggest fuck you if they were like yeah we're going to have him well, whatever yeah. they're offered, we'll give you a double
2: yeah and like you don't even have to do anything Kevin will do everything <laughs>
1: Kevin will do most of it you just literally have to go yeah that's a good idea and if Kevin's missing the day he might go on hold it You fill in, lad. You're the big dude.
2: You'd just be like, no, this character is actually dead. And Kevin would be like, grand, thanks for that. And then back to your office, Greg. (laughs) Um, So I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays, Sean. What a week of Movie Mondays. Connor, would you like me to take us out? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you goes out to everyone over on the Patreon that supports the show. Patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description if you want to contribute. And special shout outs, of course, go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson. Watch the Yes And 24 hour D&D charity live stream starting 12pm, 27th of August New Zealand Standard Time. Waffles will be DMing. David Clark, Sean chucking in the wash and it'll be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Roos, Little Dickie going on record that Titania does not represent the entirety of Colorado McGrew. Uh, Look, what was the word that we had for Titania? Buxom. Buxom was was a, (laughs) listen to Hero Zero. This is a buxom dame that we talked about last Friday. Uh, thanks no <laughs> context, that's terrible. It's awful, please don't clip that. My presidential campaign will be ruined. Uh, thanks also to Danny McLaughlin, The Fabulous Frogman, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Sackman41, and Buster. Thank you all for the support. You're absolutely amazing. There's other ways to support the show. They're all linked below. There's the merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's Discussion Group. Instagram is for Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Conor kind of Lawton. I've been Sean Lee. We'll see you all next week,
3: guys. Bye. Bye.